0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 1700, How to Deal with Extreme Family Dependency and Spotting Codependency in Friendships, both by Sarah Sanatsai of ProspectTherapy.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome to Episode 1700 of Optimal Relationships Daily, where I, Greg Audino, read to you from some of the best relationship-building blogs around and offer some of my own commentary as well. We've had an awesome few days of content, a real nice spread so far this week, and we're going to keep the trend going this time with these two shorter posts from Sarah Stanetsai, owner of Prospect Therapy in Long Beach, California. So let's get into both of these articles now and start optimizing your life. How to Deal with Extreme Family Dependency by Sarah Stanetsai of ProspectTherapy.com You can't choose your family. It's fair even to say that you can't choose what qualities and characteristics you inherit from your family. Things like mental health disorders and codependency patterns can be passed along from generation to generation without skipping a beat. Extreme family dependency entails thinking, behaviors, and feelings. On the outside, it can appear to be a close family relationship. But at its core, the very opposite is true. It's a toxic pattern that leads to other issues. Have hope, though. There are ways to overcome it and change dynamics to something more positive. It isn't easy, but it is possible. Here are a few starting points. Knowledge is power. The more you know, the more tools you will have in your toolbox to help you. The key to making any change is to know a problem exists. Dependency can take on a number of different forms within a family unit. Controlling behaviors from one or multiple members, hovering parent-child relationships, and being involved in areas where one shouldn't be, are indications of this type of dependency. So are feelings of chaos during family gatherings, making excuses for one another, and an atmosphere of having to prove yourselves to one another. Dependency can take on a form of loving and passive behavior, but also anger and manipulation. Analyze your relationships. Start with yourself and analyze how you behave with your family. Are there any glaring red flags that you notice? Do you find yourself behaving differently around certain people or feeling uncomfortable in certain scenarios? Then, look at each member of the family. Do you notice any helicopter parenting? Are children playing too big of a role in parental caretaking? Is a certain someone always having excuses made for their poor choices and behaviors, which are then brushed off and made to be normal behaviors? Be observant of what takes place. The line between having a healthy family bond and a toxic dependency. Can be thin at times. Start opening yourself to these patterns and behaviors. Journal. Writing is a powerful healing tool for many things. Whatever your journaling method, whether it be a notebook, a computer, a voice note, or a phone app, find something that works for you. Use this process to document your thoughts and emotions, or to take notes after family gatherings. It is a safe space for you to keep track of patterns. It's also a way to begin to process your findings. What do you feel about the revelations you've made? Set boundaries. So much dependency stems from a lack of boundaries or having them steamrolled in one way or another. Once you've established that there are unhealthy relationships or patterns with specific people, it's time to set new boundaries to change the narrative. Practice being assertive. It may take some time to be successful. Write about what your goals for boundaries are, what goes well, and what poses a challenge. Use that feedback to make changes and act as a practice run before presenting it to your family. Your journal can also aid in this process. Seek professional help. Dependency issues can certainly be addressed with the help of a professional. There are options for individual therapy, family therapy, or couples therapy. Maybe you start on your own first and modify along the process. Certain obstacles like stigma, cost, availability of a therapist, or buy-in from the necessary parties exist, but don't give up that hope. Healthy family relationships are worth the fight. Spotting Codependency in Friendships by Sarah stanitsai of ProspectTherapy.com Next to family, and sometimes in place of family relationships, friendships can be the most important relationships in your life, the foundation for the good and the bad, the ups and the downs. Independence and mutual respect are necessary for a friendship or any relationship. Many people are aware of codependent romantic relationships, but it is also possible with friendships. When boundaries become non-existent and friends begin to blend into one another, it can be the telltale of a codependent relationship. Here are some other things to be aware of. Placing Your Friends' Needs First As I mentioned, the boundaries with codependent friendships are wavering and blurred. When one friend is constantly placing their needs above the others and being allowed to do so, this is a glaring sign. Whether it is blatantly done or unconsciously done, it can be problematic. Shared Emotions If someone is in this type of relationship, it can be easy to start to form similar mindsets and reactions to situations. When one person is upset, the other is upset. If one is happy, the other is happy. Friends essentially begin to dictate each other's moods. This should not be confused with empathy. There is a difference. The difference lies in someone altering their state to take on their friend's problems and fix them. Empathy is an important human trait that is valuable in forming sustainable relationships. It is the ability to support your person while maintaining your sense of self. Emotional fatigue. Part of being a good friend is being there for your friend, supporting them in their times of need, and cheerleading them through life events it can be rewarding to be a supporter of your friends. However, when support turns into a giver role, it can be taxing mentally and emotionally. Over time, consistently playing this role can cause fatigue after being around them. If a person finds themselves feeling drained after a mere conversation, it could be a red flag of a codependent relationship. Unnecessary Jealousy Most people have more than one close friend. Some have close family members or significant others with whom they juggle their downtime. One person should never be an end-all be-all for every emotional or physical need. No parent should play every role, no intimate partner should play every role, and no friend should play every role. When a person uses someone else for support, it can start to become triggering for the other. If friends are too reliant on each other for support, it can create this unhealthy boundary. This proves even more true if one person is more invested than the other. If one person goes out socially with a different group of friends, it could create jealousy. No friendships should involve feeling threatened by another person entering the circle. The result is controlling and negative responses, leading to toxic relationships. The Hard Truth Codependency is the definition of a toxic relationship. It involves smashing down boundaries and giving away all self-control and power to someone else. It doesn't matter that this person is supposed to be someone close to you. The ending will involve distrust, disappointment, and a sense of betrayal. No good can come in the long term for this type of relationship. Neither the victim nor the fixer are sustainable roles in a friendship. It should be built on mutual respect and trust. If, after hearing this, you believe you could have a codependent friendship, it might be time to take a step back and evaluate your situation. You don't have to do so alone. We are here for you and more than ready to help you out. You just listened to the posts titled, How to Deal with Extreme Family Dependency and Spotting Codependency in Friendships, both by Sarah Sanetsai of ProspectTherapy.com. And a great pair of posts today from Sarah and the Prospect Therapy team. Needless to say, uh, these two were paired together on purpose. Plenty of crossover here. However, we often don't realize or act upon the similarities when navigating dependency issues of any kind with friends and family members. And that's why I feel it's important for these two posts to go together. Our attachments to certain people can often prevent us from taking the healthiest measures for ourselves. You know, we might give a pass to family members because We've been told to always stick by family, no matter what. Or we might give a pass to a friend that, you know, really came through for us one time, but has treated us unfairly since then. I feel like these two posts covered a wide range of how to properly handle, uh, you know, various dependency issues, and we should equip ourselves with all of this knowledge and be prepared to use all of it, regardless of who is on the other side of the relationship. So, that'll bring us to the end for today, everybody. I really appreciate you tuning in and listening through to the end, and of course, I hope that uh, if you are facing dependency issues in any of your relationships, that you uh, leave here today feeling prepared and confident. Thanks as always for your support, and be sure to tune in tomorrow for more, where your optimal life awaits.